You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Well, thank you again for putting up with me and my voice and my memory and everything else. <laughs> but turn your Bibles, if you will, to Philippians chapter 3. With God's help, I'd like just to bring you a little simple message tonight about leaving your past behind. Leaving your past behind. Let the past be the past. You know, there's a lot of people who are living in the past and they're not enjoying the future. They're not enjoying the present time. And it's a sad, sad thing. And I'll be honest with you, there was a time when I was there. And I thank God that my past is under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God that I have been forgiven But sometimes, you know, the devil, that's what he wants to do. He wants to bring up things to discourage you and to make you think about what you've done and how unworthy in which we are. We're unworthy, but thank God, unworthy people can be forgiven. Amen. I thank God for that. Would you stand with me just for a moment as we read two verses of Scripture, and then we'll have a quick prayer time. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. I'm not sure if I told you that or not. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And of course, this book was written by the Apostle Paul. And think about some of his sword past and the things that he had done and but God had forgiven him. And he said, you know what? He said, I don't focus on that. I'm pressing toward the mark. And this new year, I pray that this message will, will help you if you're struggling with your past to get it, leave it behind and to press on for the Lord. Because I believe he's coming quickly. Amen. Amen. Father God in heaven, thank you for your precious word. Thank you for these precious people. Thank you for this precious pastor and his family and this church. And Father, I pray that you'll continue to bless them in this new school and everything that they're trying to do here for the glory of God. And Father, I pray again that you'd help me with this message. I'm, I don't feel bad. I just don't sound good. So just I pray you'd give me voice enough to get through this. In Christ's name, I ask it. Amen and amen. You may be seated, and I appreciate you standing. You know, there's some things that are, that are good to remember. I, I love to give my testimony because every time I do, I go back and I relive it and stuff, but there's some things that are in the past that need to be left in the past. And uh, so the first point here, it says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And so we need, uh, sometimes we just need to forgetting the past. Romans eleven twenty seven. for this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sins. Take away their sins. Psalm 103.12 says, As far as the east is from the west, God has removed our transgressions from us. Hebrews 8.12, For I will be merciful unto their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities I will remember no more. Isaiah 38.17, For thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back. Wow. And Micah 7.19 says, And thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Psalm 32, 1, blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. 
In 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 9 and 11, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Forgetting the past. Here's some other past tense verses, Romans 5, 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 8, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.10, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God. Ephesians 2.1, you hath he quickened, made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Colossians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. You that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. So first of all, we need to leave our past behind. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. And as we continue to read these verses, here it says, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Forgetting the past and reaching forth in the present. You know, a lot of times we get so bogged down in our past that we can't do anything in the present. And it's a sad thing. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. You know, we're alive and we need to live like we're alive, especially as Christians in this time. In Romans 12, 1, wherefore seeing we're also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us, uh, <clears throat> let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Why? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And Titus 2.13 says, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We need to be busy doing what God has called us to do right here in this present time. And 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Know ye not that they which run in a race all but one receiveth the prize? So run that you may obtain. You can't win the race if you're not running in the race. Amen. <laughs> In Psalm 119.9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. In this present time, we need to be filling ourselves with the word of God. I tell young people everywhere I go across the country, the best thing you can do, especially at your young age, is to memorize as much scripture as you can while your minds are fresh. See, I have to go back now and re-memorize scripture I've already memorized. Uh, it's, it's a crazy thing, but it, you know, as you get older, what was I talking about? No, I'm just kidding. So I want to uh, share some present tense uh, verses with you. Romans 4, 7, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven are forgiven. 1 Corinthians 3.16, know ye not that ye are the temple of God? 1 Peter 1.5, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation? 1 Corinthians 15.10, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And 1 John 3.2, beloved, now are we the sons of God. Not, we're not going to become sons of God. We are sons of God right here in this present time. Colossians 2, 9 and 10, for in him dwelleth all the fullness, fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him. Galatians 2.20, very familiar verse. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 
1 John 4, 4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, for greater is he that is in you than he, Satan, that is in the world. In 2 Timothy 2, 2, while we're here in the present, we need to share the truth that we know with other people. 2 Timothy 2, 2, and the things which thou hast heard among uh, me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful man who shall be able to teach others also. And Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace are ye saved through faith. Look over here at um, Philippians chapter 4. I love these verses here. I've memorized them, but I'm just going to read them to you. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. Now that phrase, be careful for nothing, means be anxious for nothing. You know, it's so easy for us in this present time to look at everything that's going on and just be anxious and be worried. But you know what? That's a sin against the holy God, not trusting him because he knows what's going on. He understands all of that, but we need to, to rest in him. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And when you do that, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of good report, and here I'm reading it and still messing it up, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. That's in this present time we need to be doing something for the Lord Jesus Christ. And the God of peace shall be with you. What a wonderful thing to know that you can leave your past behind because the past is the past. You can't do anything about that. It's over. It's done with. But while we're in this present world, we need to be reaching toward the present. And then thirdly, it says here, this uh, second verse here, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Why do my brother and I want to do a movie? Is so we can be movie stars? No, not at all. We want to get the gospel around the world. I'm 67, my brother's 68. I know if you see the pictures on the CDs, he looks a lot younger than I do, but he got saved before I did, okay? <laughs> and so I live kind of a rough life. But the thing about it is, is that we want to leave something behind because I don't know how much time I have left. He doesn't know how much time he has left. As a matter of fact, we're going to be going and, uh, here pretty soon and going ahead and filming us singing the song Brothers Twice in case they want to use that in the movie. Because I was telling the, the movie folks, I said, look, you know, something may happen to me or something may happen to my brother. Might, I might not even be here to see this movie. I don't know, but I, I do want to do all that I can do in this present time to promote the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I really do. Because I know that that's what this world needs. This world needs Jesus Christ. He really does. And so we need to press on towards the future. We can't leave in the past. That's already gone. We're living here in the present, but we need to press on towards the future. James 1.22 says, Be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if any man be a doer of the word, not a hearer, he is likened to a man that beholdeth himself in a glass and goeth his way and forgetteth what manner of man he was. I worked with a guy on a Coca-Cola truck one time, and it's funny, you know, this verse is in the book of James, and his name was James. And James was full of himself, I'm telling you. He could not stand it. If he saw his reflection in a mirror, he was going to stop and gaze at himself. And he had this big comb back in the day, you know, they had those combs, they were about that long, and they stuck out of the back pocket. And he had this, this stance that he did. It was the weirdest thing. He would look at himself, and then he'd go like this, and pull that comb out 
and start working on his hair. And this is back in the day, and I'm showing my age here a little bit, where they had the Brill cream. They put this cream in their hair, and it was like grease, you know. And so he's combing his hair. And I remember I told him one day, because I was looking at him, and I'm thinking, man, this guy is so full of himself, and I don't think he's ever seen the back of his head. I mean, the front part was all slick back, but the back of it looked like a rat's nest. It was just awful looking, you know. So one day I couldn't stand it, and I said, James, I said, have you ever seen the back of your head, man? He said, no, sir. And it don't bother me. <laughs> so, okay. I said, I, I just left it right there. I said, man, there's no helping this guy. No helping this guy at all. Second Timothy 4, 7 says, I have fought a good fight. I finished my course. I have kept the faith. And 2 Timothy 2, 8 says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Talking about the judgment seat of Christ. In Hebrews 3, 1, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Jesus Christ. You know, as we're looking toward the future, our mind and our sight should be on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Luke 9, 62, and says, And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. John 14, 1, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I'm going to use these verses in that funeral that I'm going to preach coming up. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Talking about the future. Romans 3, uh, 23 through 25, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace, the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance uh, of God. I'm messing it up. You know, we in our human nature, we, we don't love like God loves. With us, there's because love. I love you because you're beautiful or talented or how you make me feel. Uh, and then there's when love. I love you when you're good, when you're faithful, or when you're obedient, or there's if love. I love you if you'll please me, if you don't hurt me, or if you measure up to my expectation. But God's love, whoa. He doesn't say I love you because when or if. Rather, God says I love you, period. No conditions, no fine print, no timetable. Wouldn't it be nice to be keep your mind on that and say, man, I'm going to be able to spend eternity with him in the future one day. And I don't know whether I'm going in the rapture or I'm going in death. I'd rather go in the rapture. Thinking about death bothers me sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't bother me because I know where I'm going, but I would rather go because Spider-Man's my favorite character, Marvel character and stuff, but I've always wanted to fly like Superman. I think that would be so cool, man. I really do. You know, uh, in Joel 2.25, thinking about your past, in Joel 2.25, the Bible says, an hour will store unto you the years that the locust has eaten. You know, I don't care what you've done in your past, the mistakes you've made, God says he'll restore those things that were done in the past. And I look at my life and I think about all these things and, and I look thinking about pressing on towards the future and being with the Lord Jesus Christ forever one day and being with you folks forever one day. And what a wonderful time that'll be. Some future tense verses in 1 John 3, 2. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 
1 Thessalonians 4, 17. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. What a wonderful thought to keep your mind on that. One day we're going to be with him forever in the future. In Jude 1, 24, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. In 2 Corinthians 5, 8, We are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. In Galatians 1, 4, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. And Revelation 22, 3 through 5 says, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. His servants shall serve him. They shall see his face. His name shall be in their foreheads and they shall reign forever and ever. Hallelujah. I don't know if you've ever heard well, before that, in Revelation 22, 20, it says, He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. You know, a lot of people talk about, well, Jesus is coming soon, but if he was coming soon, he'd already came. But the Bible doesn't say he's coming soon. The Bible says he's coming quickly in the twinkling of an eye. There was a man by the name of David Berkowitz. I don't know if you ever heard that name, but his common name was the son of Sam. Son of Sam. In 1976... Through 1977 in New York City, he terrorized New York City. He committed six murders, wounded seven others, leaving one blind and another a paraplegic. But he was saved in prison and forgiven of those sins. And some say, wait a minute. Hey, you better look at your Bible. David committed adultery and murder, and God forgave him for that. And you know what? There's no sin that you commit. That doesn't mean you need to go out and just sin all you want. God forbid that we would do that. But the thing about it is, he was saved and he was forgiven. And some people don't believe he's saved. Some people think it's all an act. But I believe this man is saved. My brother Sammy has been corresponding with this man. And he said, Bruce, this guy loves the Lord. And he's trying to reach people in the prison because he knows he's not getting out of prison. But thank the Lord for that. And this is one thing that he said. If you come from a background where there's a lot of tragedy and sword tales, the Lord says to forget those things which are behind. Not that you need to completely forget, but you don't have to keep revisiting that because the Lord has taken all my sins and thrown them into the depths of the sea, as the scripture says, never to be remembered anymore. So why should I go fishing there and pull things up? Isn't that sweet? You know, when we're caught in the feelings of shame and unworthiness, we, we can't serve God here in the present time with our whole hearts because we're restricted by our past. And if you feel weighed down by the wrong you've done, ask God to help you fully believe in his gift of forgiveness and new life. Because if you're living in the past and you're not doing anything for God here in the present or thinking about being with him in the future, you're being bogged down in your Christian walk. God wants you to have a joyful time in his presence. And it's hard to do that when you keep start thinking about, and it, if things in your past keep coming up in your brain, that is not God. That is the evil one, because this is where he attacks. That's why we need to memorize that scripture. Because wherewithal shall he on man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. And Romans, what is it, 12, 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because this is where he attacks you. This is the battlefield. Because if he gets you to thinking wrong, then you're going to start doing wrong, or you're just not going to be any good for God at all because you, you're not thinking right. Um, 
You know, he remembers your sin no more. He put them behind his back. He's cast them to the depths of the sea. So don't go fishing where God has put up a no fishing sign. Amen. Remember, your past is covered by the blood. 1 John 1, 7, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from what? All sin. All sin. All sin. Hallelujah. Psalm 88, 12 says, Shall thy wonders be known in the dark, and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? The future is as bright as it can be, but hard to see through the mud of the past. In 1929, in a game between Georgia Tech and the University of California at the Rose Bowl, a man by the name of Roy Regals was the center for the University of California. In the second quarter, a Tech player named Stumpy Thompson fumbled the ball on the 20-yard line. Roy picked up that ball but was disoriented and started running the wrong way. Now his own teammate who caused the fumble, Benny Long, chased him yelling, turn around. Roy thought it was someone on the other team after him, so he just kept on running. And here he is running towards the wrong goal line. His friends chasing him, trying to get him to stop. Benny finally tackled him on the one-yard line before he made a touchdown for the other team. The Georgia Tech blocked Long's punt for safety, and Georgia Tech won that game 8-7. to seven. And the two points, because of that safety and those two points, they lost the game, and that's how he earned the name, wrong Way Roy. <laughs> and he heard that all his life. And then in August of 1991, Roy was inducted into the Rose Bowl Hall of Fame. When asked about that incident, he replied this, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when I first got saved, I remember I had left Tennessee and I'd moved back here to North Carolina and, and the devil was attacking my mind. I believe that with all my heart. About all the things that I'd done. 43 years of my life I had sinned and gone my own way and did my own thing. And so I have all these memories in my mind and I started thinking about all the things I'd done and all the time that I'd wasted with my life. And it had me in such a funk, I just started weeping. And I didn't have anybody to talk to except for the Lord, and I was talking to him about it. And, and then I, I just couldn't stand anymore, and I got my car, and I drove to the church, my brother's office. When I walked in, I was just weeping uncontrollably. And he said, brother, what is wrong with you? And I said, Sammy, I've been thinking about all the things that I've done all my life, and, and the years that I, that I gave to the devil, and... I said, I'm just so bogged down with all this. And he said, brother. He said, God has forgiven you of all of that. He said, that's, that's the devil attacking you, brother. And he encouraged me. He said, I want you to memorize these verses in Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Go home and memorize those verses, brother. Meditate on those verses. And he made this statement. I've never forgotten it. He said, Bruce, if you continue to live in the past, You'll never do anything for God in the future. And that really helped me that day. And when I started memorizing on these verses and started reading the book of Ephesians and all the things that I am in Christ, man, I started having a hallelujah time. And I said, devil, you can bring up my past anytime you want to. It is covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can bring it up all you want to, but I don't have to worry about that anymore because I am forgiven. Praise the Lord. 
forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things before. I press toward the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, we need to forget the past. We need to reach in the present. But we need to keep pressing on towards the future. We need to leave our past. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week. Thank you.